0: I don't know. I've I've not really liked any of his shirts per se.
1: Well, but if it has Japan on it, so that's I why I said that.
0: I mean, I I've wanted to honestly, but I've not seen any of his shirt designs that I really really liked. Well,
1: well they exactly just sent it to you.
0: Send it to you. <laughs> I know, but like, I'm even what I'm saying is like even his Boa club shirt I wasn't particularly into. Oh. Doing our okay. Audio yep we sound good all right welcome everybody another episode down the middle today's probably not going to be a very long episode um and it kind of ties into what we're talking about today because uh we don't have a lot of time anymore we're busy
1: yeah uh, yeah it's the trials and tribulations of being busy to, with your work schedules and everything else to try to watch all wrestling um Oh, it's
0: not possible to watch all of it if you want to watch anything else or have any right. other hobbies. It's not possible. Right.
1: right, but like normal people like us who also have shoot jobs as well and everything else, um, it's hard for us to do it. Like the uh, bigger people who it's their job to actually sit there and watch Monday Night Raw, Impact, NXT, Dynamite, Rampage, and everything else. Especially when you had last night, on Saturday night, you had Dynamite. And since Dynamite was over, at 10 o'clock, Fountain for Glory started from 10 to, I think, 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. Because some of the matches was like Battle Royals and everything else.
0: I will not not be ordering another uh, Impact pay-per-view for a very, very long time. I'm trying to remember the one that I bought. I was really excited because RVD was making a special appearance, and there were some other people that I wanted to watch. But I got to tell you, the the pay-per-view quality was worse than their
1: television. Was it like a one-night-only pay-per-view type thing? Yeah. Or was that when he came back with the uh, woman, with his girlfriend? I mean, he was there with his girlfriend.
0: Oh, it was him and Sabu. They were reuniting. That's what it was.
1: Um, oh, okay. Well, and okay. I wanted
0: to, and I wanted to see that. And plus, Tess—I want to say—Tessa Blanchard was the champion at the time, I believe. Oh, she was a world champion. Yeah, I think so. I want to say Sammy Callahan, but I might be wrong because that might have been who she wanted. I can't remember. But anyway, I was really pissed because not only was the pay per view mediocre, like it looked shittier than their TV program. Well. Do all and the
1: pay-per-views just, look that bad? I mean, the, the way they, theirs is built, especially because of where they're located at. It's just the sound studio and everything. everything, so, so like, so just everything. everything. And it's just everything. in the same spot. Like all okay. the time. Like, like that's, that's, how, that's, that's, how, that's that. how TV is always is is running in the same spot.
0: Right, but I mean, it wasn't that it wasn't better than their TV
1: quality, it was worse. And I
0: don't think it was in their I don't remember. But anyway, I remember being very disappointed, wishing I could have gotten my money back because it was not worth it, which is the other problem. Another problem with being a wrestling fan today is I don't think it's because there's so much content, but it's, it's part, well, it ties into it because since there's so much content to watch, um, our time as a viewer is valuable. And it's why I think my tolerance for bad I don't want to say bad wrestling, because again, I don't insult the workers, or at least I do my best not to, but like, bad presentation of professional wrestling, whether that be shitty booking, stupid angles, um, occasionally there are people who shouldn't be in the ring, at least not to the caliber that they're at currently, but that's, that's pretty rare, honestly, at least in my opinion, but like, I find myself not even, I certainly don't. I'm certainly not excited to watch WWE programming anymore.
1: And that's and, and I'm on your side on that when it comes to not wanting to watch it because it's it's not been that good and everything else. And and I especially with the whole draft and everything, and I know you've not been a big fan of it and all that. It's like what's the point of having it?
0: I like the point I like the draft in theory, but they don't do it right.
1: Right, and everything, and I and especially after SmackDown, when I called that about because both the women's was on each, on, on the, the the other brand. Like, Charlotte was on SmackDown, but she had the Raw Smack Women's title. Becky's on Raw, but she has SmackDown Women's title. It's like, okay, the only option I've got is they're going to just hand the belt back over. But before that, they were actually had, supposed to have matches to determine if the belt goes to stay on their brands, but they didn't do that. And then, on, and then on SmackDown they like they hated the idea that they had to switch the belt over and I even read reports that Charlotte was against the whole idea of having to hand the belt back over. It's like, that's not right. You shouldn't have to do that.
0: Well, and they're doing yeah. all this to make Crown Jewel work, which there's a whole nother... That's a whole nother shit show.
1: And not a shit show, but they made tons and tons and tons of money off of it. Vince but they like, do that every. Vince they
0: McMahon that- and the Vince McMahon and the company made tons and tons and tons of money. I don't know that the talent made any more.
1: Oh, you no, know, no, the talent. Top- when it comes to certain shows, especially top- especially stuff like this, because Goldberg and Brock is the reason why they is the reason why all those workers make their money. It's good. And I know, and now I know. Hold on, I know you're not. You probably not agree with this. With this, but if you have a top draw, like but they're not Lesnar. top draws.
0: That's my point. They're not top draws. Crown Jewel would have sold out, or I don't think it sold out, but it Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel would have done what it did if Lesnar and Goldberg weren't there.
1: Okay, but they can't do. They can't do it without them. Sure, they can. Uh They just don't want
0: to here. So here's the thing. And I've heard Jim Cornette talk about this and I agree with him because it makes sense. There's not really such a thing as a top draw anymore. Not, not in the sense that it was like back in the, even, I would even say during the Monday night wars, there was still such a thing as a top draw, but now it's all about the company. You don't go to a WWE show to see. John Cena necessary, although he's not wrestling, that's a bad example. Like, you don't go to a WWE show to see Roman Reigns the way that you used to go to an NWA show to see Ric Flair. You're going to see WWE, and Roman Reigns just happens to be there. Now, there are Roman Reigns fans, but right. these are people that were fans of the WWE product long before he got there, because had they not been, they wouldn't even know who
1: Roman Reigns is. Right, but the thing is, though, is... Even though WWE does everything that they do with the talent and the shows and everything else, they still have to abide by the Saudi Arabian princes. and Everything else is like, if you if you guys come over, these are the people we want. Especially Goldberg and Lesnar is the two main people that they do want. That's why. But, that's why but, they're always on, on Saudi Arabian shows. It's because they are fans of Goldberg and Lesnar, and they pay top money for them. Plus all the rest of the
0: workers to be there, and see if if that's the case. And I, I certainly believe it is. That to me that doesn't make them a top draw though. That makes them a work for hire, because that would be equivalent to that would be equivalent to. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like that would be equivalent to you're working, like your company's working a venue. And the venue operator is like, hey, if you want to run the show here, that's cool. But I want to, you know, I want to make sure that, uh, I want to make sure that Cena's there. Right. But does that make Cena a top draw necessarily? Or, because I'd buy it if it was something to the effect of, like, the Saudi Arabian people just love Goldberg, which I highly doubt because most of them probably don't even know who. They're coming
1: to see wrestling. Okay, but we don't know how... Okay, and that's fine. But we don't know how they are compared to us. Right. Everybody's got got different mindsets on how wrestling is and everything else because we have our opinions of, like, who's the top draw, who's the best wrestler and everything else. We have our opinions. But they, they have their opinions their own way, too.
0: Well, the other reason I would say that at least they're not making all the decisions, the, the Saudi event planners or the Crown Prince or whoever's putting the shit together is because they're having female wrestling matches.
1: And and you're right. And, but the, but they are still going by the garb.
0: Yes, how- which which is the which is the motherfucker I was talking about. So we can kind of dig into it. I guess Selena Vega won the Queen's Crown tournament. Yes, she did. Well, it's good for her, but I don't know if WWE really thought about that all that much. To have the winner of the tournament decided in Saudi Arabia. Now, I don't want to get political here, but I, from a PR standpoint, I don't think that was a very good idea at all. I
1: know, but it was their, I, I I get what you're saying. I do. I'm not disagreeing with everybody. But this is more of a they finally had their first women's match a few years ago. It's Arabia. now they've got, now, now what do they have their first, have a triple threat match with the SmackDown Women's title on the show. show. They,
0: they have, have the Queen's, Queen's
1: crown finals on this show too. Plus they have their female referee who would with know to be as well. All on the same show.
0: And all not allowed to show their bare arms. Right. So did the
1: referee did the referee have
0: to wear a t shirt too?
1: But no, she wore her she wore her wrestle, okay. actual referee gear. But, I guess but they're afraid of wear, but she still had to wear a short sleeve, shirt, uh, long yeah, sleeve shirt. I
0: guess I guess they're afraid of I guess they're afraid of boobs over there because I couldn't help but notice that like they're fully clad in a bodysuit, but the women at least the, the, the wrestlers that I saw also had to wear a fairly baggy t shirt over that. So I guess they're afraid of lady parts over there.
1: But but all the women have to wear have to wear the same eyeshadow
0: on their eyes. Oh, you mean the the wrestlers
1: and the referee? It's because it's because of the way the it's because the way. Yeah, I it.
0: understand that. I understand that, and that's all fine and dandy. But to me, to have it's one thing to have women's matches over there and abide by that. That I get. But to have the and not only a essentially a Queen of the Ring tournament, but the first one ever the first queen of the ring is crowned in Saudi Arabia, where they just now started letting women drive. Oh. Like, that's fucking goofy. And she's not even allowed to receive her crown in her normal wrestling garb. She has to wear a fucking t-shirt.
1: But unlike, unlike the one who won the king of the ring?
0: Oh, God.
1: What? 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 Okay, what's wrong with Xavier Woods when in the King of the Ring tournament?
0: Because think about that. Think about what you just said. Xavier Woods is King of the Ring in the vein of Stone Cold, Booker T. Like,
1: Come on, okay, really? Okay, Wade Barrett won it, and he... well. Wade Barrett's 6-2 and looks like a fucking competitor.
0: Xavier yeah. Woods comes to the ring blowing a fucking trombone. Which he's good at. Which he's good at. I don't hey. like he plays that character well, but I don't see him as King of the Ring. I think it cheapens the title.
1: What about what about uh Baron Corbin?
0: Again, dude's what is he, six two, six
1: three? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean,
0: he wouldn't have been my first choice if I was booking it, but I mean I can see that and be like, okay. He had a snowball's chance in hell of winning that. Xavier Woods just...
1: Who beat Finn Balor.
0: Well, don't get me started on that bullshit. Finn Balor, I could see as King of the Ring.
1: Yeah, but he should... <laughs> What's funny enough is a friend of mine is like, if he would win King of the Ring, shipping the Demon King. Thank you! We just better book that shit in two seconds. Yeah, but the problem is, is he just used the Demon King for one. Oh, just, well,
0: there we go. There's another stupid fucking booking decision. We can do this all day.
1: <laughs> no, I know. They like, used the Demon King against Roman Reigns, and then and they ruined Reigns. it.
0: And then they killed it.
1: Like the Demon King was used to make him be win and unstoppable. Yes, and, and they
0: then do. they killed him literally. And then they came and then they brought him back to life with a red light. Boom boom.
1: I'm, I'm sorry, but I just want to say this right now. That finish was stupid. I know it was with, stupid. <laughs> with Roman and Demi king Ballard. That it finish was, was stupid. Don't. He stands on the top rope, and all of a sudden, boom, the rope breaks. No. No. The rope just doesn't all of a sudden break on its own. Because Finn Balor standing on top. Finn Balor like, what, 210? 220? Maybe.
0: Maybe. So, No, he's not 220. I bet Finn Balor, honestly... I bet he's probably about really like not even his build weight. I bet he's probably about one eighty, 180,
1: one eighty five. Okay, I'm, I'm just I was being fair.
0: Yeah, I know. It was like he's maybe two hundred soaking wet.
1: Even then, somebody like that standing on the top rope, the rope does not break. But it's the only thing they could think of. They're like, oh, rope break. Oh, he's dudes. Do- he's days. Like, what the hell? Turn around, boom spear.
0: Meanwhile, he's been like he's been in a match. I don't know how long that match went for, but he's been getting the shit kicked out of him. But suddenly falling down is what does him in. Yeah, this is is what I'm talking about. This is like this shit is fucking stupid.
1: Hey, they're trying to have it to where he breaks. He's gonna break. Brock Lesnar beat Steve Punk's record. Yeah. Okay. But I think they're trying to get more and more people to beat this record. Where people forget about CM Punk.
0: Yeah,
1: it's good like, look at that. <laughs> it's like okay, nothing enough. Like that's let enough. it go. Like
0: that's what I don't get. Like you guys shit the bed with CM Punk. Just fucking let it go. Pretend you can pretend like it doesn't exist without trying to ruin it, but you can't really pretend like it didn't exist. And frankly, if I'm WWE, I'm. Doing everything I legally can to milk some of that CM Punk fucking glory.
1: Well, that's, well, that's the thing on SmackDown last night. Roman Reigns goes to all of his competitors that he smashed this past year, and he says Daniel Bryan. I'm like, oh, you, so you just give the rub to AEW right there? Well,
0: I wouldn't say that's necessarily giving the rub to AEW, but what it is, what it is doing is it's it's just drawing reference to something. But I, I don't think they can say CM Punk.
1: I mean, so far, they haven't said nothing about CM Punk because they have no reason to. No fan is in the crowds are trying to CM Punk anymore because, where's that? (laughs) I mean, this is...
0: WWE has always done this really weird thing, and occasionally they'll stop doing it, but they've always done this really weird thing. Like, they just pretend that wrestling doesn't exist outside of the WWE now, they used to be able to get away with that shit back before before New Japan got really big internationally and back when it was just indies. Like, I wouldn't consider Ring of Honor even close to being on par with them at that time as a company, so they could get away with it then. But now, you can't get away with it. With New Japan being as big as it is and with AEW being as big as it is, even TNA back in the day, I was kind of surprised they never they never really acknowledged it.
1: What, and now it's TNA?
0: Yeah, way back, back when TNA was actually, you know, I wouldn't say a legitimate competitor, but they were, I mean, it was another wrestling show on primetime television that was doing decent.
1: What's weird is back in the day, though, on WWE.com, there sort of was doing that because they're always, there was a section dedicated to TNA on WWE's website. I I swear to God, I swear to God, if you ask friends of mine, they would admit it, or ask anybody else. They, every, all the viewers who, who watched, this, let let us know. There was a spot dedicated where they would give weekly results on their on their website. i like, of like what happened on impact, what happened on pay per view, and everything else. Like it was dedicated to a forum of like for TNA. I'm like, why are they doing this?
0: Well, was it a forum
1: though? Well, no, like not now. But like back in the, way back in the day.
0: Why well, no? But it if it was a forum, that's not necessarily created by WWE. It could well,
1: have been by users. But it was on their actual site. Like you. Yeah. No. Main, but you go to the main page, you scroll down to the bottom, and there's a be a link right there on WWE.com. You click on it, it still will say WWE.com. Everything else, and it's their own page where they give away results of like what happened. Oh, on-
0: oh really? Huh. I never knew about that.
1: Like what happened on, on Impact just at that night before. So, like, huh. they weren't giving away... Everybody knows that TNA was taped,
0: but, oh, they weren't, yeah.
1: but they weren't giving away the results of, like, ahead of time. Wow. Like, since Impact, what happened, next day, was on their side of, like, what just happened.
0: Uh, they didn't learn anything from Tony Schiavone.
1: And there is a cat on the podcast. Yes,
0: there is a cat. <sighs> Which he's he's a better performer than well he, he'd be a better booker whoa he'd be a better booker than the WWE writing team is he a
1: better booker than Danhausen? Yes. Hey, I've not seen Danhausen's booking. I mean, I mean he I mean he's on the cruise right now with with Jericho.
0: Yeah. Uh, I need to go on that one of these days. I was so close to going on the first one, but I decided to be cheaper and go to All-In instead. That was my present to myself, but. Um. Yeah, I, I want to go on that cruise so fucking bad. Maybe, maybe next year. Next year, I might be able to pull it off. Actually, you know what? That just gave me a funny idea. I might put a video up of this. I bet my cat is a better booker than the WWE writing team. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have him book a pay per view, just randomly selecting pieces of paper with wrestlers' names on them, and I bet it's a better show.
1: I can't wait to see this.
0: Oh, I bet it! I bet it'll be a better show.
1: I can't. I can't wait to see this. I cannot wait.
0: <laughs> We're gonna make it happen. You
1: look,
0: look for that in the coming week or so. I'll make that happen. Or better yet, if any of you have any people you want to make sure are in the running, just leave a comment on this video, and I'll make sure that they get included somehow. In like, they'll be ever. Like they'll be contenders. Okay, I'll just put the whole roster in there. Never mind.
1: Uh,
0: So So anyway, the thought I was going to Yes, yes. We kinda got sidetracked. Is my tolerance for bad programming, bad wrestling programming, that's the way to do it. Is just it's so it's non existent now because honestly, like if I don't care WWE has managed to make me not give a fuck about what AJ Styles is doing. That's insane. And then, not to mention, there are lots of there are lots of performers in WWE that I am very big fan of. I couldn't tell you what they were doing. They ruined Shinsuke Nakamura for me. I know.
1: I know. But he's the Intercontinental Champion, which means absolutely nothing. Are you saying he should
0: be the WWE champion? No, because it wouldn't matter. The the WWE championship doesn't mean fuck all now. Who cares? They've drug it through the mud. and Because they've been trying to make the Universal title a thing, and it's not. I mean, it's probably at its highest elevation that it's been thus far because of what what they've been doing with Roman. But even so, who gives a shit? Who honestly cares about the Universal Championship? Nobody does. They care about Roman Reigns. They don't care
1: about the belt, and that's how can I how can I put this? I'm not how can I put it without trying to give too much away. Um, and I know this is what you are going with on this part. Um, for somebody like me who's done this for a long time um <clears throat> at the beginning it's cool to do it and everything because it's like oh I found I finally won my first title and, yay I got a belt and everything but now since I've done it for 20 plus years and I I am coming to the end of my run uh don't know when that is but I I, I know I'm coming to the end um to, uh, now a belt is just a problem and I don't want to I don't want to you know, to be like that, but people who's done it along as long as I have and everything, they say it, it is. That's all that's what it is. Bell is just a prop used use for the show. Now, does that give you distinct advantages of getting helping you get over? Yes, it does. You gotta get yourself over to get to the next step of oh, he's got himself over enough to we can trust to put this title on him. And then he goes from like Who can I use as an example? I use Christian. Christian is, to me, Christian is a perfect example of doing this. Christian first started with the Brood. He won the light heavyweight title. And he rose up the ranks. He won the hardcore title, which anybody can win, but it's still hardcore. It's 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 a
0: championship that meant something because of what you had to go through to win it.
1: Right. And then he won the European title. And then he won the he won the tag titles numerous times. He won the Intercontinental title. And then he finally won the world title. That to me is the epitome of a worker's worker. And outwork I, everyone. Yeah, outwork everyone. That's 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 what that's mainly my saying, because in, in wrestling and, and XW, I'm known as the boat. I'm the best of all time. Because I've done it all, I've done it from the bottom to the top. I've done it and everything in between. I, I've won the world title nine in, in our thing. I've won the world title nine times. I've won the tag team titles fourteen times. I'm considered a tag team specialist. Still stuff like that. But I I don't need a title to get myself over. because right.
0: You you are you are someone that they could use, kind of like what they did with Cena in the US title, which actually worked. You're at that point where in your company you're so you're so over that if they needed someone to pick the belt, they would put it on you. Yes. Because you would come in and easily win it. Well, I don't know about easily, but you would come in and win it, and then it would mean something because for someone to win that belt, they would have to beat the boat.
1: Well, right, but at the time I wasn't I wasn't the boat who, Cardassa, I was genocide. Uh the best wrestler ever. But even but still even then it's like a few years ago I finally won our lowest card title for the first time, which is called the New Age title. But the belt is but the belt's always on at the time the belt was always in the line. Like I'm always the fifth it's like the US title. Well, because the U.S. Open Challenge, but what I'm saying is like, no matter what, unless actually specified, the belt's always on the line, no matter what. And the belt is was viewed more used for newcomers to come in, to build them up and get them ready to for higher standards to take the belt. Like we have a guy, perfect example. Because um, I was always behind this guy. At the beginning, I was. I thought we study he sucked and everything else. But since then, he's gotten better. He's he's at the top of his game. And he goes by the name Brogan O'Shea. And he first started feuding with me over this belt. And all of a sudden, he started realizing, okay, this is how you work and everything else, especially in a match, kind of promos, everything else. Because his very first feud was with me. And we went from, I think, what was it, November of... 2018 is like 17 or 18, all the way all the way through 2019. No, it was one of it's one of these years. It's November of a certain year to the next to like April of the next year, like we went back and forth, back and forth out of the belt and, everything. and the promos that we cut off because he's 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 an Irish guy, and I can go off of him of like. Because he beat me in a pay-per-view as, as show, and the next show was on St. Patrick's Day. I beat him back for it. And I was like, you didn't have the luck of the Irish. You know, stuff like that. It's it, it stuff like that, like, no. But he, he worked his butt off from having the New Age title all the way up to winning the world title. And he and a couple other guys that, that was with him, I dubbed them as the trio of they had the best year of all time last year, and the guy that I'm talking about won Superstar of the Year at our awards thing last year. And it's like, hey, that's my point.
0: Yeah.
1: Like I've done this for so long that I want the upcomers to come up and surpass us, surpass us, vets.
0: Right, and that's what Cena was doing when they did. Because, and I understand this was an example of good booking in WWE because at the time when Cena won that US title. They didn't need him for the world title. They had that covered. But the U.S. title had been so diluted, not being important. So they put it on Cena. And Cena's like, I'm going to do a U.S. Open Challenge, which did two things. It made the belt relevant. And it got to showcase some of the younger guys who got to get in there and have a match with John Cena.
1: Which elevated Sami Zayn.
0: Well, not only that, Kevin Owens, who that was so good because as a character... That told everybody who didn't know who he was everything they needed to know. He comes in, he's like, I've already got a belt, and it's more important than yours. And then beats Cena. Like, that was solid booking. I mean, Cena's not going to look bad no matter what, because if he loses to Kevin Owens, that's just like, oh, shit, look at this dude.
1: Like, he just proved that the NXT title was more important than the US title.
0: At least, At least on him.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now, imagine if you will, if Xavier Woods had challenged for the U.S. title then, and imagine if he'd beaten Cena.
1: Fredo. That's that. would be that'd be huge. No,
0: it wouldn't. Everybody would have been like the fuck. No. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they could have booked it. They could have booked it to where, but like Xavier Woods as like New Day Xavier Woods, who's throwing pancakes and playing the trombone
1: and in a fucking dork. Could, it would be huge because it's one of those things like, holy crap, somebody like this beat a megastar like John Cena, like that's a big upset.
0: See, I disagree, and I'm going to put on my Jim Cornette here. I'm going to. I don't, oh, have Jim okay. Corn- I don't have Jim Cornette glasses, but this is the best I can fucking do. Here we go. If Xavier fucking Woods came in and beat John fucking Cena, everyone would have been like, well, this is some fake shit. What the fuck? And I agree. Xavier, Not that Xavier Woods couldn't have done it, but the way they would have booked it, which he would have been coming out with Kofi and Biggie throwing fucking pancakes, shaking their booties, and, oh, that's booty. And then he comes in, comes in and beats John
1: Cena. It would have made John
0: Cena look like a fake-ass chump. The title wouldn't mean fuck off. Okay, Kofi
1: didn't do, do it when he beat Daniel Bryan
0: for the title. Right, but they booked that. They booked that says, proper. Well... Because and they kind of it was kind of another example of what happened with Daniel Bryan. They booked it the way they did, and arguably they almost fucked that up for taking too long, kind of like they did with Daniel Bryan. Is the audience was screaming for it. I I know, but they still they didn't just put the title on him. They made him go through trials and tribulations, and he had to fight for it, so that when he did win it, it meant something and it was believable.
1: I, I right, and I'm not disagreeing with that either. It, 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 everybody, his second run was better than his first run, and you can disagree. You could disagree on that, but his oh, the second, second run was, title run, yeah, yeah. Well no, okay, with that. How can I put this? His last title run, because I I forgot he's been world. He was world champion before he won the both belts together. I forgot about that. Out of all of his runs as world champion, WWE, his last run was it was his best. That's what I meant to say.
0: I can see that. I, I would agree with that. I know we were talking about wrapping it up soon. This has essentially just been like the bitching podcast. Um,
1: that's, that's all it is. That's all it is, ladies and
0: gentlemen. But okay, so I guess the overarching point, because again, it sounds like we're shitting on WWE, but it really like, I guess the best way I can describe it is I make time for AEW. I may not be able to watch it like live, but I try to, and if I can, I make time for it.
1: And I, and I, and I, I know what you're saying. I do, because a friend of mine, but like I said, buddies of mine, everything. He's a WWE fanboy to the biggest, like no joke. But for the past month, month and a half, I, I've heard him say this. He's like, I don't really watch WWE no more because AEW has the storylines, has the wrestling and everything else that they're doing. Like they know what they're doing right now. WWE is like he puts it on and the next thing you know he's he's asleep.
0: <laughs> it's like I've fallen I've fallen asleep to many an episode of Monday Night Raw. And
1: it's like and there's times that I've watched SmackDown, I'm like,
0: okay. Oh, Roman's still a champion? All right.
1: It's like, I'm just ready to get the Rampage.
0: Right? Yeah, tell me like
1: about it's it. Good, it's Rampage to watch that and, you know.
0: Well, and I guess the prime example, the prime example I can cite is not this week's Dime, my last week's. Because I, I missed it, and I had a super busy week. And I was thinking, I'm like, ah, I can just skip it, because we got an episode of Dynamite before we do the podcast anyway and catch up. But then I started seeing on social media, like, oh, damn, FTR won the AAA tag titles? Yeah. Oh, well, fuck, I'd like to see that. And then, it um, yeah, it was good. I, like, And the way they did it was, at first I was kind of... At first, I thought it was kind of dumb, but then I clicked what they were doing. They're making fun of that whole concept of like dudes wearing disguises, because like it was obviously FTR, well, but instead of trying to make you believe it, everyone knew. It's like everybody was in it. they're like, why are they even doing? Oh, they're doing it because they're poking fun at how stupid it is, and then they were eventually unmasked, and even even the names were
1: dumb. Like you're right, they were, but the way the way they wanted to. And they're setting them up for Triple Mania between them two,
0: which is great. FTR and Triple A—that's awesome. Well, it's going
1: to be FTR
0: and the Lucha Brothers
1: against, against Lucha Brothers for both tag titles. I think that's what they're setting up for. I'm
0: not going to lie—I'm going to try to figure out a way to watch Triple A because I—I—I'd I'd like to see that match. Triple, uh, not Triple A, uh, Lucha Brothers versus FTR in Mexico with Lucha rules.
1: It's, it's, I think, it's at Triple Mania. I think that's what they're setting it
0: up for. Oh, that's going to be great, and it's going to give wrestling fans in Mexico who may not have seen a lot of that, you know, like old school American tag team wrestling, they're going to be able to see some of it because it's not like FTR is not athletic, right? And maybe we'll see FTR do some flippy shit. Probably not,
1: but um, and if, I don't know if you didn't know this. But uh, who who okay, Kenny does have an opponent for Radio.
0: Is it Laredo Kid again?
1: No, oh. it's a new guy. It's a new guy called Vikingo.
0: Oh, I think he was. Uh, is that the guy who used to be El Ijo de Vikingo? I think he's, uh, he's just going by Vikingo now.
1: He's it's a Viking gimmick. That's
0: what yeah. I doing. know El hijo de Vikingo is just son of a Viking. Okay. Oh, a lot but, of luchadors use son of in their names and then... Well, right,
1: right. But he's just...
0: Yeah, his gimmick and, is... I mean, a
1: actually, and if since we're having a bitch session, I actually want to bitch on this. Okay. Because it's a Mexican. It's a it's a Mexican thing and everything. And I read that on this article that about it's about Dominic Mysterio. Okay. okay? And they're talking about if he ever gets the mask. Presented to him to wear.
0: To become and to become a Ray Mysterio. Yes. Because remember, ladies and gentlemen, Ray Mysterio that we know today is not the first one. He was Ray Mysterio Jr.
1: Right, but he, but Dominic thinks that if he becomes Ray Mysterio, he'd become Ray Mysterio Jr. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> because your dad was Jr. first, not you.
0: Technically, he would be rey mysterio the third but
1: that's that's my point it's like you, your uncle your great uncle was rey mysterio right and your dad was calibre which which stands for hummingbird and and spanish all the Mexican years oh obviously i didn't know that um
0: surprisingly appropriate name
1: well I mean that's what his uncle named him was calibre And he finally got the the total of getting the mask of Mysterio, and he became Rey Mysterio Jr. Especially when he wrestled in Mexico, and then ECW, then WCW, then WWE, and house show in these shows like IWA Mid South when he faced CM Punk and Eddie Guerrero for the IWA World Title. (laughs) If uh, I didn't know if you knew that or not, if that happened, okay. and then now they're talking about maybe giving Dominic the mask down the road. But it's like, how would you become a junior if it's already been established that your dad was a junior? That's my that's the, my thing. It's like
0: the only thing I can think of, and there's some mental gymnastics happening here. I think that Rey Mysterio is no longer Rey Mysterio Jr. He is, in fact, like no, he, he is Rey Mysterio.
1: Right, because when he when he when WC, when he was done in WCW and he came to WWE in two thousand two, they just took the junior off.
0: Yeah. So I think technically he could be, but I mean, to me that would be silly for the simple fact that, I mean, he's not going to pass as his dad. Obviously, he's almost <laughs> double his height. But calling him Rey Mysterio after they've been calling him Dominic, which that makes no sense either because obviously his last name is not Mysterio. I think that's got hardcore Lucha fans just going like the fuck? Like in Mexico in Mexico, Dominic, if he was wrestling, I would wager to say his ring name unless he was given something different. I'd wager to say his his ring name would have been El Hijo de, El Hijo de Rey
1: Mysterio. Uh, but you can't call him that. Why not? Because there was another guy in in Mexico. I know, but Rey
0: Mysterio Junior is now Rey Mysterio, like he's the main one because his right. uncle passed, I believe.
1: Right, but there was another Mysterio, Rey Mysterio
0: in Mexico. We would have to ask an old school luchador how that works because those name changes happen.
1: No, no, oh no, my God, no. El, El, El
0: El Dragon Azteca, same thing. Well, he no, was no. he was El Dragon Azteca Junior, but now he's going by El Dragon Azteca. Okay,
1: well, I don't know how saying, that works. All well, right, but what I'm saying is, this guy was a relation to uh Ray on TV's. Now it, his relation to Ray, yeah, and, and, and that family, and it was also being called like Mysterio Ray, Mysterio something. I'm like, I'm I'm like I'm confused on this whole thing. They, they, that's my like my point
0: my point is they've been calling him Dominic Mysterio up to this point, so why would they change his name
1: and put the mask on him?
0: They can still put the mask on him, but he would still be Dominic Mysterio. Like, changing the name would be silly. Right, but
1: my... But, yeah, my
0: thing. It, it would have it been akin to them, like... Actually, this would have been less ridiculous, but... Um, I'm trying to think. Example. Well, this goes back to the whole... Well, although that makes sense. Like, La Parca LA Park thing. Like, fucking dumb. But anyway. That would have been, like... That would have been, like, them suddenly... Changing Ray Mysterio's name to Oscar, whatever his last name is. Gutierrez. Yeah, Oscar Gutierrez.
1: But if they if if they would have if they sorry, would... we just
0: we just doxed Rey Mysterio.
1: <laughs> sorry, <Ray>. um, <laughs> if you're gonna bring Dominic in, okay. If this this is my thing, is because everybody we all know what he looks like. I mean, especially as a little boy. In two thousand five, when they did the whole ladder match thing, custody
0: custody of Dominic.
1: <laughs> well, when and yet, it, and yet, it somehow worked. Yeah. My thing is, though, is like if you're going to bring Dominic in to wrestle, and you're going to put him in, and you know, there's talks of the mask. Put him not. Don't put him in a Rey Mysterio mask. Right. Put him in another mask. Yeah. For him.
0: But it would be silly to do that now because he's already appeared unmasked.
1: Right, right, that, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's already wrestled in WWE unmasked. To me, there's no point of putting him in a mask now.
0: And I think under traditional lucha, I could be wrong here, but I think under traditional lucha rules, he wouldn't be able
1: to. It, no, I don't think he. Should. I don't think he would because he's already on TV. With yeah, him. I think he he's he's
0: already up. he's already competed without a mask. I don't think he's allowed to. I, I could be wrong. I don't
1: know, but the only the only option that I see fit to put him in a mask is if they did something to his face to where he has to start wearing, wearing a mask, like yeah. get like get burned or something. But even then, it's PG. It's way past the PG part. But even then, it's like, mm. yeah. So like, I, to me, and I'm sorry. Unless there's a different way around it. I don't think he should be able to go into a
0: No, I agree. But can we take a second to just imagine, if you will, because you brought up uh, the Eddie Guerrero match. Let's imagine how awesome it would be if Eddie had not passed away in 2004. And let's say he was still involved in WWE when Dominic joined the roster. 2005. Oh, you're right. 2005. My bad. I get I get that confused because I remember my uh, a friend of mine had seen Eddie Guerrero when he was in Indy in two thousand four, and it was the last time he appeared in Indianapolis before he passed. I always get them mixed up, but anyway, um, well, how true. awesome would that have been? Very awesome. Well, Eddie Guerrero in WWE would have just been
1: awesome. Whoa, well, I'm saying like Eddie and Dominic wrestling. Oh, oh God.
0: Oh. Uh, So cool. (laughs) Or could you imagine the angle they could do if there's so many things they could have done that just would have been fantastic. Like they could have done Eddie and Chavo with uh, Ray and Dominic. They could have done this bit where Eddie is at odds with Ray and Dominic is like, no, dad, you're wrong. I'm siding with Eddie. Or vice versa, they have a falling out, and it's like, no, Eddie, like I'm standing with my like, ah, oh, it would have been so awesome. And no title necessary. Although oh, them them going back and forth for the tag titles would have been pretty cool. Oh God, yes. Oh, yeah. You could book that for a year, just let it go. Yep. Speaking of letting it go. I was gonna say, nice segue. <laughs> I'll give my usual post-show spiel, and then we'll get off here. Thank you for watching another episode down the middle, everybody. Remember to check us out on our official merchandise store. The link is in the description below. You can also support the channel and listen to the audio platforms in the link listed below. And for those of you that don't know, we will be at AEW Dynamite in Indianapolis on November 10th. Hope to see you there. Um, I think that's it. Uh, That's all I have. All right. And in the words of one of my favorite YouTube channels, The Critic Are Drinking, that's all I've got for today. Go away now. Say it.